Hey, hey, this is Doc's Cost, episode five. Today, we're going to talk about health savings accounts, but we're going to talk about the rules that are associated with them so that you can take full advantage of them. It's a little dry. It's a little technical. It's stuff you need to know. It's stuff you're going to want to know so that you do it right. So you don't want to get caught later on. And if you stick around, I had an interesting question from a lady who wanted to know how a health savings account could help her young adult son. Stick around and find out what the answer is. Okay, Morgan, let's go. In this... is simple, to get you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and I'm beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace and I promise to help you find it. Doc's Cost starts now. Okay, so I've had a number of people ask me, hey, what's that music? Who is that? And I talk about Morgan. It's Morgan Fingleton. If you want to find out where Morgan's at, morganfingleton.com. Great man and lovely music. like it a lot. Morgan is M-O-R-G-A-N Fingleton, F-I. N-G-L-E-T-O-N dot com. If I sound a little excited, I am. Uh, it's the end of the semester for a lot of college students, so we've got a couple coming home. Uh, one's already in the house, and then hoop starts next week. So all is good in the Dowling household. If you want to be part of the program, you want to ask a question, you can reach us at Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. You can find us on the web, DocsCost.com. Ask away, just like that nice lady did out from California, and uh, we're happy to answer all your questions. Do not be bashful. Okay, so like I said, we're going to go through some technical issues with the HSA, Um, what the high-deductible health plan looks like as far as limits go. There's a minimum and a maximum, what you can contribute to the HSA, how you qualify for the HSA, things that you can't do. If you want to be qualified for an HSA, um, and then know what uh, your tax rates look like, whether you know what bracket you're in, so that you know how much money you're going to save. And I also want you to recognize that we are going to ignore some of the things that are involved here, such as FICA. We're going to ignore the Affordable Care Act. We're going to ignore FSAs, and we're going to ignore HRAs. So don't worry about those. We'll cover those in an upcoming show. And like I said, I'm going to have a cheat sheet on the website that you're going to be able to utilize so you can have it printed out in front of you, whatever you're doing when you're doing your open enrollment, when you're doing your upcoming plan, you'll be all set. You're going to find that at DocsCost.com, D-O-X-C-O-S-T.com. Okay, so this is coming from IRS publication number 969. 
And specifically, there's all kinds of instructions in there for a number of different things, but focus on the HSA. You're going to find a piece that says qualifying for HSA. And there's four things that they outline specifically to qualify for the HSA. To be an eligible individual and qualify for an HSA, you must meet the following requirements. You are covered under a high-deductible health plan on the first day of the month. You have no other health coverage except what is permitted, and that's like workers' comp, hospital income, uh, that kind of thing. Um, then there's you are not enrolled in Medicare. And finally, you can't be claimed as a dependent on someone else's tax return. So if you meet those four requirements, you're eligible for a health savings account. So as we've discussed many times, the health savings account must be coupled with the high deductible health plan. So there are rules for the high deductible health plan as well as the HSA. There are minimum deductibles and maximum out of pocket on the high deductible health plan. And then there are also uh, maximum contributions that you can make to your HSA. And there are also instructions as to who can contribute to your HSA. So let's look at the rules for the high deductible health plan. For the high deductible health plan, the minimum deductible for an individual is $1,400. The minimum for a spouse or child or family coverage along with you as an individual, whether it's an employee or if you're doing this as a sole proprietor or just an individual, that's $2,800. And those are minimums. The maximum for the high deductible health plan, it's out of pocket. So if you have 100% coinsurance, that means that these are deductibles. If you're 80%, 70%, 50% coinsurance, then you're going to have to do the calculation as far as the deductible plus the coinsurance. But the maximum out of pocket for an individual is 7000 And the maximum out of pocket for a spouse, child, family plan is 14000 That's the maximum. And as you've heard on previous episodes at Doc's Cost, you know that you could blow right through those maximum out-of-pocket numbers with a colectomy, a hip replacement, a broken leg, anything like that. You go right through them. That's why you listen to Doc's Cost. So you're prepared and 100% covered. Okay, now for the HSA. You've got maximum annual contributions. There is no minimum contribution, though it's foolish if you don't contribute because you're not saving anything with the taxes. So the maximum annual contribution for a, an individual is $3,600 in 2021. And if you have a spouse, child, or family plan, the maximum annual contribution to your HSA is $7,200. One more instruction to the HSA contributions if you're 55 or older in 2021, you are eligible to add $1,000 more to your contribution, which would make your individual contribution 4600 and it would make your spouse, child, or family plan contribution maximum at $8,200. So who can contribute to an HSA? 
Well, your employer can contribute to your HSA. You can contribute to your HSA. Friends and family can contribute to an HSA. You could even have a GoFundMe page for your HSA, as long as you stick to the maximum contributions. The only stipulation about the contributions is that it must be in cash. It can't be in stock. It can't be in real estate. It can't be in IOU. It's got to be a cash contribution. Now, as far as distribution, you can take distribution on your HSA at any time for qualified medical expenses. So you won't be taxed in the purchase of any qualified medical expenses. And that includes some over-the-counter medications. It includes all your doctor office visits. It includes your surgeries. It includes some of the other things that you may encounter. We'll have a guide for you on the website, docscost.com. We'll have that guide up to give you an idea what the qualifying medical expenses can be. Now, like I said, you should know your tax bracket. The money that you're saving because of the health savings account is a direct result of the tax bracket you're in. So the marginal tax rates for 2021 are 12%, 22%, 24%, 32%, 35%, and 37%. So know what tax bracket you're in. Okay, so Marlene from California is inquiring about her son who will no longer be eligible to be on her group employer plan because he's going to be older than 26. He's going back to school, earning a master's degree, and be on his own. And Marlene's looking for some help. What do I do? Best thing is, relatively speaking, young single males are probably the least expensive of any of the different demographics that are out there. The other good thing is that he'll be a student. And most universities have some type of medical insurance plan for students if they can't get it on their own, if they can't get it um, through their their parents, um, or if they're in a situation like Marlene's son. So the school should have something there. The thing you want to check out is do they have a HSA-eligible, high-deductible health plan? That would be a school-specific issue and they're not required to do that. It would be nice if they did, but you're going to have to check with the school. If the school doesn't have a plan, then you want to look at an individual policy on the market or even an Affordable Care Act uh, exchange plan that's a high deductible health plan, HSA eligible plan. So for a 26-year-old single male, I think you're going to find a $1,400 deductible plan or in that neighborhood is going to be relatively inexpensive. It's also going to meet the standard for the HDHP minimum limit, and then you can fund the HSA to $1,400. What is most important about that and most advantageous for Marlene is she can contribute that whole $1,400 to the HSA on behalf of her son. So that's a great way for parents to take care of their kids if that's the way they want to go. And the money is in her son's name. It's eligible to pay his expenses. And if he doesn't spend any of that money, it rolls over into the next year and the following year and the following year after that. And you can keep contributing to his HSA as long as you want. 
Just another reason why HSAs are so advantageous and why I'm so passionate about them. Thanks for that question, Marlene. If any of you have a question, reach us at DocsCost.com or on Twitter at DocsCost, T-O-X-C-O-S-T. As always, thanks for your time today. I appreciate the time you've afforded me. It's always my pleasure to be with you. And remember, health insurance is not health care. DocsCost is where you will gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of health care and take control of your health insurance. Lower your costs and take total control. So long, everybody. Different